Welcome back to Montante's World, episode 117. Uh, I have brand new uh, headphones that I'm using right now. I've been using broken ones for about five to six weeks where I kind of got used to it. The left ear would come in and out uh, randomly, so I kind of got used to like operating on like 30%. These things are noise cancellation. It's super weird. Um, I could be. Am I screaming right now? I could be screaming. No, you're you're perfect, man. Sounds right. great. Sounds great. Just like the Jerry Callahan program the last few days. That's right. Well, yeah. So I'm joined by Mr. David McGraw. McGrath. McGraw. Oh my God. No, McGrath with a th. Is it McGrath? Yeah, it's definitely McGrath. Okay. Why would you yeah. think oh. it would be McGraw? Would it be the th be silent? Yeah. It all depends yeah, what part. Yeah. I, all right. Well, my apologies. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I was on Jerry the last three days. Um, tell you what, you were a producer for what a day and a half. Uh, we I talked about Ill, this last time, but I had an ill-fated um, run, uh, a great one, a memorable one. Yeah, with Jerry, and I will always say that uh, growing up in Boston, um, in the deep blue enclave that is that absolute hellhole, that uh, Callahan. I probably started listening to him in like around 1996 with my dad. My dad was a big fan of his, um, uh, and. Jerry was always the voice of the, the resistance, uh, just a fucking wildly talented dude who, you know, shaped every little bit of my political thinking um, mm. and my writing. And, and him and Howie Carr were really and Howie Carr is much more well known nationally. Um, Correct. And he and he couldn't I mean, he can't hold Jerry's left nut talent wise, in my mm. opinion. Um, so, yeah, it was cool to be able to do that. That that obviously didn't work out. And um so you bad, might but... you might have dodged you might have dodged a bullet. He's like working with Terrell Owens. He's a he's a high <laughs> high needs gentleman. He's he's such a pain in the ass, and I say that wow. uh, lovingly. No, he's just so uh, he's so just such a diva. Well, do you funny. think that you have to behave like that to when you take your work that seriously and you put in you know. I mean, we're talking about Boston. We're not talking about like fucking Billings, Montana, or Boise, Idaho. He's the greatest radio personality in the history of the city, bar none. And that, in my opinion, and I've heard guys, other wildly talented guys like like Kirk Minahan say the same thing. And it's all true. I mean, he's the best radio personality in the history of that city. And I think you got to be a little fucking nutty. Yeah, to, to I don't get know there, enough you know? about uh, yeah, the Boston radio city. Who like those uh, tycoons would be before him? But it's just like he he obsesses about small stuff. Is like uh, if, if the clip doesn't get posted, so now that he's at Newsmax, as soon as you get done doing the final clip, you send it over to Newsmax, and then when they can get to it, they post it. And it's usually within 45 minutes. But he'll text sure. me. He's like, is everything good over there? You're like, yeah, yeah. Like, all good here. Send it over. It's like, what the fuck is taking so long? I'm like, Jerry, <laughs> wow. like, it'll be up short. Yeah, it'll, 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 it, it fucking, that drives him nuts. And then the intro music. So Craig, the one thing he didn't tell me how to do, because it's not a big deal. He was like, uh, Craig, I guess, fades it in as Jerry's speaking, so like Jerry kind of yeah. like knows you can when to hear start. The, the music just a little bit as Jerry yeah. begins to talk. Yeah. So I don't know how to fade it live, so I would just do it post, and mm-hmm. I get it was not too satisfying. Every day he's like, "The music in the beginning, too late. The music in the beginning, wow. too early, too early." And wow. yeah, so that, this yeah. today, I think today I thought I fucking nailed it. And he texts me. I, I don't want to do it a disservice here, so let me read it verbatim. It is such a diva text. I, I saw it, and I was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Like, this is so perfect. Let's see it here. 
<laughs> I, I thought you were going to fix the open. There's actually dead air between this song and my voice. Is my favorite part. <laughs> Did you say this was going to be easy? Question <laughs> mark. Like that's oh, that's perfect. Oh. Everything else, yeah. But it's it's funny. Oh. It's it's he's. It made me laugh. I like I like Jerry. Get uh, yeah. I Car- just I I like you on that. Like I was listening today, and um, you know, when Jerry launched the podcast, he was like, you know, I'm going to do politics. I'm going to do sports. I'm going to do revenge. And I think when he began, two out of three is not bad. I'm still waiting for that revenge, but I, wanna, <laughs> yeah, I think we all add, are. add the caveat that when he first began, that was right when COVID hit. I mean, the world went fucking crazy. Yeah. So what was he going to do? You know, he had to talk and cover COVID every day. And, um, and you were talking earlier about the story with his dad and the eulogy and all that. And, and you were pressing him, Hey, tell us the fucking story. And, um, cause he's been, yeah, I wish we talked about, about, I wish we talked about that for 40 minutes instead of, you know, fucking Al Sharpton. I think that was much more interesting, but. He's he's unbelievable. He has to. And the funny thing about him is that the night before he's sending clips, the morning of you're going over clips and every morning he delivers first three times. And Craig told me for only three times, three days with me, every, same thing, same routine. He would go through five or six stories. And it's like, mm-hmm. did you have any self-awareness? Every time you do five or six stories, we get to two. Yeah, we literally true. only do that's two true. of them. Yeah. Like he's yeah. such a, and it's not a lot of conversation. It's just him yapping. But he's he could do a four hour show by himself on five stories and then wake up, you know, five days a week and do it. No yep. problem. It's, it's a fucking, it's, I do one of these once a week and I'm like, Oh, that was exhausting. Right. I don't know how he does it. And that's why I think more than anything, I could never, it was a pipe dream to think I could ever do that job with Jerry because a, I work and I, I work a lot and I work a very, uh, stressful job and i'm barely keeping it together with just that never mind well what were you kids, doing you know? what what were you doing when you uh when you you know applied you weren't a, you weren't a cop yet right no i was i was i wasn't in law enforcement yet i was actually i was an investigator for a large retailer i did a lot of um uh internal investigations i did a lot of fraud um and it was very all-encompassing it was a very busy job um and I, I remember, I'll never forget this. In fact, it's something I've probably never said before because who cares? But mm-hmm. I think the night, the first time we ever recorded, I was just coming off a back-to-back. So I hadn't slept in about 20 hours. <laughs> um, and then I was up all night fucking with the audio. Um, it was a brutal, brutal time. And I remember it was just, it was in June um, and it was hot as shit. My youngest boy was like one years old. He couldn't sleep. My wife couldn't figure out what to do with him. It was a complete fucking nightmare. And I will forever love uh, Tom Shattuck because we did a show. Tom Shattuck was the guy who, um, and he's another guy who's fucking wildly talented, funny as shit. Uh-huh. You know, um, I heard you on his show. That, that was fucking awesome. You guys are great together. Um, I got to, I, I actually, I got to make a plea. I got to get on Shattuck's show. I love, he probably doesn't even remember me. I've never, I've know. never been on his show. He's been on mine. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. He I'm wrote sorry. me same, an email. After that fucking, can I say this word? Well, I'm going to say it. After that abortion of a show that we That's had fun. together, um, Tom Shattuck wrote me an email. And if you judge people by how they treat people who can do absolutely nothing for them, mm-hmm. who's a fucking peon, you know, in uh, the email that he wrote to me afterwards was uh, was awesome. So I'll forever love Tom Shattuck for, for that. But yeah, there was, I remember I was coming off a of back to back and it just, uh, I was hurting bad, man. It just didn't work out, but it was still cool to... Yeah, you got the opportunity. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. It was still cool to meet Jerry. And, um, you know, again, I'll, I'll always be, uh, you know, I grew up with the guy. And um, 
I, I think he, he's, I mean, look, listen, let me ask you this question. Are, are you a Steven Crowder guy? Yes or no? no? No. Me neither. He got offered 12 and a half million fucking dollars a year and to go to the Daily moan. Wire and bitched and moaned about it and came out looking like a little bitch. And it's 100% not going to work out for him. But who, who would you, who, who's better, him or Jerry? I'm, I'm serious, honest question. I don't. I've never listened to Crowder. I would say I would rather listen to Jerry ten times out of ten because I actually care about sports and shit. I just think Crowder's sure. kind of a phony, you know. Right. Who's better, him or Kirk Minahan? It's not even close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's not even close. Yeah, if those guys, if 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 Steve Crowder's worth fifty million over four years, what is what is Kirk Minahan worth? I said this with uh when I was in a few weeks back with um Colin because I get there early because I'm a professional. I get there, I get there early with anything. If I'm six minutes early to something, I, I get like anxiety. So well, you're still up from early. the night before tweeting about fucking well, uh, betting on fucking uh, youth soccer or something like this that. Is, this yeah. is this <laughs> is this is this is true. But I, I was like, we were talking about how much money like uh, all these conservative people are making in the media. And we were just like talking about uh, if Kirk just did a complete heel turn and just kind of leaned into being a right wing zealot, he could make so much fucking money. So much money because he's funny. Um, he's the, one of the best interview. Do you remember? You probably don't remember Kirk's old show. It's called Enough About Me. Um, he's I've heard him reference it a few times in the past, but I, I never listened to it. So every once in a while, I'll go back to that. Like if I'm like driving down to Florida, for instance, on a 19 hour drive, mm. um, when you just run out of shit to listen to, and there's only so much fucking uh, Ben Shapiro cadence you can hear. Oh. And um, uh, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> and you just listen to his interviews. I mean, they're fucking awesome, man. He could do an hour. Uh, he could do one show a week where it's just him rapping with somebody who you know he enjoys you know whether it be the true crime stuff which i think is great or how um, many did he put out oh man there's a good hundred episodes in there at least is there really was he doing those bi-weekly or no he's doing them weekly and um it was after eei ousted him and before bastool when it's that sort of little dead area i believe no 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 uh, let me check that. He started it while he was still at EEI. So they asked him to do a podcast. Okay. So he had like an hour podcast in addition to the morning show, um, which which was the best radio in the history of Boston. Jerry and Kirk in their prime. I mean, that was appointment. That was better than Stern. It was better. Um, mm-hmm. And then Kirk did like an hour podcast to go along with it. And it was just interview stuff. It was just people he liked. You know, it was in you know Springsteen stuff, true crime stuff, whatever. Um and it was good, man. And the, so, like, you know, just to wrap it up, I mean, if Crowder's getting 12 and a half, man, Jesus yeah. Christ, imagine what these guys could do, you know? Yeah, no, a, a thousand. I, I agree wholeheartedly. It's it's wild how much money, because there's a need for it on both sides, right? I mean, um, both sides are pumping money because everything's so political right now. Well, uh, I don't com- think Steven Crowder could exist on the left. Like, who's the Steve Crowder of the left, you know? The, uh, <laughs> who's uh, you know, it's funny. Yeah. I, maybe, uh, 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 you, Mr. Uger from the Young Turks. Oh, and funny yeah, story. Too, I, I, yeah. I called. Uh, I called Craig. I was like, "Hey, man, uh, I sent you the email. Uh, I kind of timestamped this. I was like, I'm pretty sure Jerry said a blatant, blatant, blatant racist term against Chin- uh, Chinese people. What he's trying, what he's trying to say when I when he tries to say Mr. Uger's name, I thought it was Sank. Apparently, Sank oh, Sigur. You mean that's not how you, that's not how you say it. Okay. Jerry said it correctly, but it sounds a lot more popular. I was like, dude, hmm. I think it's funny, but give this one a listen before you green light it, before we send it out. He's like, no, he actually said his name pretty right. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. I don't want to give the, you know, some something out there for the haters, put on a platter to, uh, you know, clip yeah. and use yeah. against him. But as soon as it happened, I was laughing, but apparently, 
apparently he was right. So before yeah. we end with our little uh, our little intro here, anything uh, new in your life? And I know you're not in Florida now. New career? Yeah, you like it? Uh, I do. Um, I'm I'm continually continuously appalled by videos like the one we just saw in Memphis. Um, mm-hmm. And the and really, it all goes back to lax hiring standards. Um, you know, it used to be that every little bit of your life was picked apart. You know, when you want everything, to everything. And I can personally attest to that. I mean, I've taken polygraph exams where they asked me if I ever cheated on my wife, if I ever had a threesome, um, weird fucking questions, if I ever attended a swinger club. I mean, weird shit. And, you know, you look at this now, they're beating the fuck out of this black kid. They kill him. Um, His name escapes me. Uh, Tyree. Tyree Nichols. Tyree Nichols. I talked um, about him for two hours this week. So that's right. right. (laughs) And it was good, man. It was very good. But, um, you know, I mean, I know this has nothing to do with anything, but, you know, obviously I work in law enforcement. Well, you have a different perspective than the average. And it's just, you know, you look at the background of these kids who are, and they're all, they're all based, they're all people who should have never been on the job, should nowhere near that job, should have never gotten through a background check, should have never gotten through the second interview. And the fact that they were on the streets and they're thugs themselves who are no better than the guys mm-hmm. who are shooting each other up in the ghetto. And they're exacting some sort of street justice against this kid because it's going to come out that you know. Yeah, there's the, there's more. Yeah. There's there's some stuff behind the scenes. One thousand percent. This that kid was personal. Was, this kid was fucking around with one of their wives or whatever it yep. was, you know. Yep. And uh, I think it's really really sad, and it goes back to the BLM movement, which is a complete scam, and um, the the defunding of the police departments, and nobody wants to do these jobs anymore. Um, and I work on the other side of the house. I work. I work directly with offenders who um, have already been sentenced, and I work around mm. violent criminals every day of my life, including death row. Um, Yikes! And all I'm around is law enforcement every day, forty, fifty, sixty hours a week. And the fact that you know we've allowed the media and a bunch of fringe politicians, like ones we'll talk about, I'm sure tonight to scare people away from this job and right to scare people away from this job one and allow the good guys who have at least got 10 or more years in and invested to take off to Florida to sit on a fucking beach. They'd rather take their retirement than deal with the bullshit. This is what you fucking get. It's not racism. It's nothing more than thugs. who should be nowhere near the badger gun ruining this profession, which will eventually it will cave like the rest of the world's. I mean, we're on the brink of World War Three right now. Nobody wants to talk about it. You know, we had an election that was a total fucking scam job that got you a 50 year mm-hmm. loser in the White House at the controls. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to talk about it. The Democratic Party has destroyed uh, every every institution in America and they never wanted to get rid of the police. What they're going to do is they're going to enact their own police, which only goes after crimes that they believe are crimes like thought crimes and other shit. And it was never going to be that. And um, hey, man, it, it's uh, it, it doesn't look good, man. I'm, I'm as down on just about everything as I possibly could be right now. I think everybody is. I'm telling you, there's like a, a super funk just like kind of going across everybody, whether you realize it or not. Everyone's kind of down mood, kind of just going through the motions. Society has not been the same since uh, not even before Biden won, but kind of since COVID, that whole lockdown. Nothing's been the same. Nothing feels the same. Nothing feels as genuine. Every once in a while, you'll kind of get away. You have two or three fun hours in a row. And you're like, wow, I forgot, you know, life wasn't a total fucking disaster. 
But no, nothing feels the same. You know, the school systems are fucked. Everything's just so dark and gloomy. Everyone's so uh, bought into the phone and social media. It's just you wouldn't, you don't, would not feel, you would not recognize the uh, the personal vibe, personal feel. Uh, that you felt even 10, 12, 15 years ago. It's not uh, like it was. And every day, every, every day interactions now are different. They just feel different. You're my age. You're probably 37, 38, right? Oof. We'll go with it. All right. And um, it's not the world that we grew up in, man. It's nowhere close to the world that we grew up in. Where, you know, um, yeah, people were had different political beliefs and all that. But, I mean, it wasn't just Trump broke everybody's brain. Donald Trump broke everybody's brain. And one side of the aisle is absolutely um, dedicated to taking down Russia for one simple reason, because they believe that Vladimir Putin installed Donald Trump and ended Hillary Clinton's political career. And they just cannot get over that. And that's that's all it's about. And um, yeah, man, it's uh, it, it, like, like you said, everybody's in a funk. And, and I mean, look at just just look at today. We have Chinese fucking spy balloons over Montana right now. It's oh, not yeah, been we'll shot down. That. It's <laughs> not been blown to pieces. We're just sitting here. You yeah, know, no well, big we'll, deal. We'll, you know? we'll we'll get to that. It's 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 uh it's obscene. But let's let's turn to something fun. Let's turn to something hot. Uh, my girl AOC. Um, she's so hot. She's the hottest politician to ever do oh, it. No, no. She's the goat. No, because her craziness adds to it. Um, uh, let's listen to her today, where she made this. You know, we she got a little gospel on us here. A rich, uh, uh, you know, Latina from Boston, right? Or no, she's from New York. She's from, um, she's from your neck of the woods. Yeah, she's from New York. She got very. Uh, she took us to church today. So let's listen to this. And this is obviously gonna be only audio version, but behind her is Corey Bush just hyping her up as she's fucking doing this whole little soliloquy. So let's check this out. Tell me that this is about an abdi- a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you. By the way, for context here, for people who are like, what the fuck is this clip even about? Right, this right. is about the removal of Ilhan Omar from a what committee? Uh, I believe it was a Senate Intelligence Committee. Yes. Yeah, Foreign Foreign Affairs Committee. Foreign Affairs Committee. Okay, so yeah, so that's the we'll we'll start this because uh, right you, there, and we're both. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're two morons, so here we'll yeah. hit play again. Don't tell me that this is about an a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and <laughs> an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't. So that's essentially, by the way, targeting women of color. We just had in uh, maybe 30 minutes from me, we just had a Republican, uh, politician 30 years old get up just got assassinated uh assassinated. killed yeah assassinated but so that's that's the ultimate targeting of a woman of color it's not removing some somalian from uh, a committee um and by the way this you know she she cannot stand cannot stand israel she's just she does not like america some people did some things we're not talking about a great politician or a great pro-america politician democrat or she's she's the worst we had someone come here from ghana who actually has a different perspective than the average spoiled white liberal who actually likes America, likes what America is about and pursued a career 30 years old, very accomplished gets murdered. murdered. But so you want to talk about someone being targeted, you know, a person of color being targeted. I would say it's probably the person in Sayville and not uh, Ilhan Omar, but you know, what, what do we know? Just imagine, man, if uh, you know, you reference that politician who was recently murdered last night, if that had been a democratic politician, oh. like, me and you, they would be going through the voter rolls right now, and me and you would be in leg shackles. 
and you can barely get the media to cover it. And by the way, she's referencing Ilhan Omar. Yep. And, you know, the people who listen to this probably know who she is. This is a Somali uh, who, after 1993, with the failed Mogadishu invasion, where we went in to end the warlords stealing food from the peasants, which is essentially what Black Hawk Down was, we rescued her from there. We took her and said, come to America. We will give you a better life. And so she must, that- she must be appreciative of that, right? Absolutely. In fact, in, in oh, just, joking. Just she like us, this country. Yeah, I know. I, I know. <laughs> just to repay us, she's done nothing but you know malinger, lie, uh, marry her brother to get citizenship. Yeah. Can't talk about that. <laughs> no. Can't talk about the fact that she voted against the Iron Dome, um, which basically puts young Israelis and you know Israelis of every age uh, at risk. Uh, she voted against that. She's she's come been openly anti-Semitic. A lot of her campaign con- contributions come right from Islamic terror groups. You can look it right up on the internet. Yep. It comes from Williamsburg, yep. New York, and nobody can talk about it because she wraps a scarf around her head. She's from the most protected group, and there's no there's no politician on planet Earth, and there's a lot of, of subject matter there to steal a, a line from Donald Trump that makes my blood boil more yep. than Ilhan Omar. She literally lives the American dream every day and then goes out and tells her idiot supporters in Minnesota that it doesn't exist and that this country has done nothing but oppress you and you need to fight up against it and tear it down. And I just can't understand how she continues to get reelected, why you can't criticize her. And um, with this performance today by this social media politician, and you know what, listen, there's a lot of things in uh, you know, I'm going to upset the base here, but there's a lot of things that AOC says that I agree with. I, yeah, I she, really goes, do. she goes against the green once in a blue where and, you're like, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that this, that this, that she, she's a complete fucking whack job. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, that's basically par for the course in politics nowadays. They're all fucking whack jobs. There's nothing strange about that. But, you know, this woman's political career is nowhere close to over. She's going to primary Chuck Schumer soon. She's going to be your mm-hmm. state senator. And you know then, okay. You know, let me let me stop you there. Not to get, So I know you're about to get – you can continue what I'm saying. But my next question, believe it or not, if you can see this, you can't. Any chance that AOC can progress politically or is this her ceiling that she'll have 1, for a while? 1,000%. She's a, she's a future president. Look no, at oh, stop. You're out of your mind. Okay, give me the bench for the Democratic Party. I don't know, in 2026. Can you even give it to me for 2024? Are they going to run Gavin Newsom? Well, I, don't, I don't think she could run for like, uh, she's what, 36 or something? Yeah, she's got four years. You got to be 40. So she's right there in 2028. Dude, no way. No way. The, we, we, no shot. You're out of your mind. Beloved. Go look at the numbers, man, from New York. I mean, look at look at the voting. She, she, she crushed it. She crushes it every time. She's a fundraising. I mean, she's a machine for fundraising. She's going to primary Chuck Schumer. Someone's going to pick her up as a VP uh, in either 2028 or 2032. Someone's going to pick is, her up. As this a is VP. astonishing. I'm shocked you're saying this, but I'm happy you are. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, 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 these people are the norm now. These crazy people are the norm and it's only going to get crazier. So why would you, I mean, who, who would go ahead of her? I mean, give me a name that's going to be that's going to push. If I were if I were George Soros and, you know, you could just steal elections. You know, that seems to work recently. But if I wanted to win fair and square, uh, I would have Mike Obama come out and run. Oh, that's Um, for sure. People have a good taste in the mouth from the Obamas for whatever reason. I mean, terrible presidents. Uh, I would have Big Mike run. Um, I I would give up this pipe dream with uh, Buttigieg. He's he's absolute zero. Mm -hmm. Um, No way it's going to be him. We're, we're all set with, we're all set with Hillary. 
Um, Hillary's done. Who's Gavin Newsom runs the runs the worst state on the planet. Ah, Although they right. show pictures of the of the tents in uh, downtown LA, and you know what? That'll be over as well. What about the guy that they can't stand, but he'd pull over some moderates? What about Joe Manchin? I still don't think he has the juice that AOC does. I mean, he'd definitely pull over some moderates. There's been things that I've agreed with with Joe Manchin. He's in a very I like Joe Manchin. He's West an old Virginia. school Democrat. He's a de- old exactly. school. Dem- He's a JFK Democrat. He's yeah. a JFK guy, but he doesn't have the juice that AOC does with the kids. It's all about the kids. These twenty-year-old kids, yeah, eighteen-year-old kids right true, now, true, true. are all coming up and idolizing this girl. She is a superstar. She's a social media politician, and that's the age we're in, man. True, TikTok. She's a TikTok politician. She's an Instagram live. She's drinking wine. She's got yep. the glasses on. You know, she's talking about crazy stuff. Those kids. That's what. That's how they get it now. And um, to think that she's just going to stop somewhere and forget it. That's, yeah, you might be right. Future, I'm not saying she's right. going to win in a general election against, you know, uh, uh, you know, the Republican bench is a lot is, is deeper, um, especially with the young, young coming up. I think so. You have, you know, um, you know, obviously I'm all in on my gov uh, to savage for 2024. I think we have two terms Ugh. of him coming up. Um, what do you mean? Oh. I don't get that. He, he's 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 con- he's controlled opposition. He's oh, come stop. out. With- no, he is. He, he's actually oh the definition God. of good. He is. He is. He is. He came out today. Supported <laughs> the, he supports the vaccine. He supports the Ukraine war. I I I've had my eye on Said I, I haven't the- seen the Ukraine stuff. Don't don't tell me that right now. I didn't see that. I'll send it to you post show because I, I could pause it. Yeah. So he supports Ukraine. Supports the war. Russia's got to be defeated. Okay. I've said he seems too good to be true. And I think yeah. it's going to come to light. That being said, Trump is a fucking idiot. He's got to tone it down, but he doesn't know how to. He doesn't know how to. So okay. it's tough. So I'll send you that after this. Yeah, he's 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 okay. has some globalists in him. Okay. He has, uh, some, scared, he has some globalists me. in him. That scares yeah. me. But, I mean, we have guys like Gates, Tim Scott, you know, Nikki Haley. Christy I love Tim Nome, Scott. Um, Tim Scott, great candidate, future president, in my opinion. Um, you know, I'll even go back to the Ted Cruz. Well, my, my Congressman, oh, little, little Marco Rubio here, uh, in Marion County. <laughs> great. Um, I mean, I just don't see on the, you know, I'll, now that I talk about it, I, I feel like the bench is kind of weak, honestly. You know who I like? I like Maya Flores. She's an absolute, yeah, she's yeah. a, she's a rookie. Uh, she's, you know, from the closest county in Texas to the border. She's first, you know, yeah. her parents were illegals. Yes. She's the, she's actually the American dream. She actually doesn't hate this country like Ilhan. So Ilhan right. probably feels some type of way. Um, she's good looking. I know that that does help. It, it, you know what? Let, let's matters. be realistic. It probably helps a lot more female politicians. than does men. That's oh, just, absolutely. that's just reality. Is 100%. that right? 1, Is that right? No, but yeah, you know, right. we're, we're being, we're being honest here. So. We'll we'll see, but let's get into uh, this Chinese spy balloon, which is a fucking wild story. Uh, before we get into, it, let's play this clip. It's a, it's a pretty quick one. And by the way, I learned how to play clips um, from Craig the Jerry Show, so I'll be very proud I'll be doing an, an overabundance of clips now I that understand. I can do this. Great, let's let's react. <laughs> What's up with Trudeau? Is he spaced out? He didn't give us a little warning that the Chinese are flying spy balloons across his territory. Yeah, little, little surprised by that too. I, I hope it's that they they did, and we just that wasn't reported, as opposed to them not knowing and not saying anything. But I guess the fact that we tracked it coming over the Aleutian Islands, apparently we were aware of it. Uh, but you know, I got to I got to agree with you there. I mean, look, that if we were worried about any ground clutter, I mean, we could have known where the thing is. We could have tracked and cleared the ground there, and then uh, knocked it down if we wanted to. So I'm. 
So what's our like plan of action here? What are we going to do? Well, in any serious country, that would that would have been destroyed and strewn across all of Montana right now with F-22s. And I know that the media has come out already and run interference for our president, Joe Biden, who uh, yeah. has been bought and sold by China for 30 years now. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the balloon, as I see right now, is still standing uh, in the air in Montana. And, you know, the media has come out and said, ah, you know, Joe Biden wanted to shoot it down. But of course, you know. Because we were worried oh, about debris. Joey. Yeah. yeah we're worried about debris in Jersey yeah. City. No, no, sorry. Yeah. I mean Manhattan. Yeah, right. What, bro, what are you talking about? Like you're in you're in you're not in the Northeast. You're over Montana. That's that that argument goes directly out. Are you nuts? It's just crazy that we that that would be the excuse from an administration that has had some of the greatest excuses of all time. I mean, it, some of them are just so downright hilarious, and it, it has to do with the fact they have no respect for their voters, A, because they know all their voters are stupid. That's why they vote Democrat. Mm -hmm. And Republicans are just going to laugh at them anyway because that's what we do. We just point and laugh at these people. But yeah, nothing, gets, nothing comes of it. Right. And, you know, China is doing what they do, which is, you know, poking the bear and seeing how far they can get with things. They know Joe Biden is, you know, the dumbest member of the Senate for 50 years, nothing more than a credit card shill, just a complete zero, and is somehow behind the wheel of the presidency through a fake election, which we all know is fake, but we can't mm -hmm. say it anymore because was China had a role yeah, in 100 percent. And now we have. Chinese spy balloons over our houses. We have Vladimir Putin today saying that, um, you know, he's carrying the nuclear football with him everywhere he goes, ready to push the button anytime he wants. He's going to fight back with more than tanks that we just sent to Ukraine on your money, yep. your tax dollar yep, money. Yep, so yep, yep, yep. Um, things are looking good, man. Go have yeah. a kid. If you're out there right now and you're laying in bed with your girlfriend and you're like 23 years old and you're thinking about whether you should wear the rubber or not, I would probably tell you not to because, uh, bringing a kid into this world right now my god but you know i'm sh i'm sure biden um knows all about this he's bought and sold he's well biden, biden told me that uh climate change is more more of a concern than nuclear war so i feel very because i don't think climate change is really real so i feel pretty relaxed when it uh when it comes to that now i have a question and I, I this is this is so such a such a over-the-top hypothetical i'm just thinking people have the capability and the intelligence to do this if fucking elon musk shut down this fucking balloon, right? With one of his, like, you know, one of his, uh, he has, he's brilliant. He's a, if he somehow did that, would he be like arrested? Whoa, that's a great, he'd be, that'd be like an international incident. Yeah, I, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, would we arrest him? Well, maybe Interpol would, which is the international police that kind of police things like that. But that's that's wild. And anybody who um, is listening to you, I know you have uh, a massive fan base, but well, who is an Afghanistan war veteran is very, um, is quite you, you're probably going to recognize those spy balloons they were all over the country we had them everywhere and um it's it's just really crazy to me that we have we've done nothing i mean we don't even i don't see anything flying over it it's just like oh yeah you know they're here but um so I, those are I, not, those are completely unmanned yeah they're unmanned they actually get lifted like uh you know almost like a hot air balloon and and then they cut it and then it just goes and it has so, planned coordinates in it that's like okay so if it's over montana that thing didn't fucking launch from china no, right that's a launched, far ride it looks like it launched from what i'm reading it launched from alaska it went over canada so fidel castro's son knew all about oh, it he knew it yeah <laughs> and um and now here it is and i don't know maybe it's heading over to jersey city right now but <laughs> uh, if it comes over i'll throw rocks at the fucking thing I'll, I'll, I'll do my thing part. is with that I'll thing do more is than that government. 
it, that picture looks like it's closer to the ground than, than it is, man. That's well above commercial aircraft cruising altitude. That's probably 60, 70,000 feet in the air. Those things go way up there. So, so let me ask you this. So I don't know. You know more than me because you're ex-military. If I had a guess, like, like you know, well, what is it doing? I would say either, if trusted word is in Montana, is it like perusing farmland to buy more? Um, is it like looking at military bases from a distance? Do they have uh, some mean, like do they have some like type of like hacking stuff up there to where they can go over and like access information? What the is thing this is, thing is doing? That, why would it be Montana? I mean, I know there's an Air Force base in Montana, but I don't think there's anything special about it. Um, Lame. If it was over Virginia or something like that, where the farm is and Langley, and that's where a lot of the uh, major military decisions are made. But, um, you know, those things have onboard cameras that can literally pick off a grain of dust on the ground. They can look at a grasshopper. Um, I don't know what they're yeah, So what is it doing? Well, Maybe what are you doing? Nothing. You know what it's doing, Montante? It's testing American to see what we will do. And what do you think they're going to do next? The major tip off. Yeah, if we can if, if we can get away with this, oh, uh, so, yeah. I, I, so I don't want to tell you what I think they're going to do. Um, I have Taiwanese uh, business exactly. owners. I don't think they're going to be happy with this. It went, the minute that China makes a move on Taiwan, the fucking game's over. It's World War Three. That shuts down a lot of American industry. If you own a pickup truck right now, guess what? You're not getting pots for it. Everything's going to be deadlined, and um, that's going to be that's the only shoe left to drop. And now look what they're doing. They're, I mean, this is the same country that told uh, the Secretary of State, the failed rock star, Anthony Blinken, to shut the fuck up on live TV. Literally. I mean, they that don't care. You know? That yeah. was hilarious. I actually so, supported China at that moment. Yeah. Right. After, agreed. They released COVID, you know, lied about it, bought up all the world's PPE, and then sold it back to the Americans and your stupid president, Donald Trump, for, you know, $3 to one. I mean, they don't give a fuck. They yeah. run shit. They run shit. They know they run shit. And they have no fucking problem flexing their muscles on you anytime they want. Yeah, it's, it's a sad truth. And I saw that recently. We um we we are now have a battalion um in not Hawaii, but we're, we have a huge Marine battalion um, not too far off the coast of China, and and they're not tr- traditional Marines. They're kind of giving them more uh, like bombs and stuff, which you know that's hmm. usually Marines are going to be infantry, and it's kind of like hinting towards that yeah. we have a feeling that um, World War Three is coming, and obviously, I don't know. It's just things are not looking good. For, um, well, I can on, tell on you front. on uh, great, author- great authority that. Um... My old unit, the 82nd Airborne Division, has been posted up right outside of Ukraine for months now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's well known. That's well known. Have you been offered uh, any any uh, private contracts? I did a private contract um, when I got off active duty, and I went to my National Guard time from 2015 on. Uh, I worked for a company called Aegis in Afghanistan. And um, the money was not great then. Back in the day, you know, and during the Bush years, you could make seven, eight hundred dollars untaxed per day. That was yeah. the that was the basic contract for former inf- infantrymen with combat experience. Um, I made like two fifty a day. I stayed on it for like ninety days. Uh, two fifty a day? Are you nuts? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, really did you, to, did uh, you ever have to use your weapon? No, it was total light work. I never had to use. The only time I ever used my weapon, I know we talked about this the last time we were together, um, was during the big gunfights in Kabul that I was involved. Yeah, in I'm. St- I'm yeah. saying in your in your during your contract. 
no, I never even, I never even went for it. Never felt threatened at all. Um, I walked around in civilian clothes. We drank beer at night, all the things you couldn't do when you were over there in the regular yeah, yeah. army. Um, all the guys who were there were like former, you know, special forces dudes. They were cool to hang around with. Yeah. Um, but it was fucking, it was light work and I did nothing, so, you know, you have a family now you have kids and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing guys who, uh, have combat experience getting up to a, Twelve, fifteen hundred dollars a day to fight active in in Russia. Would that, that kind of money true. make? Yeah, would that true. make it? Would that make you go overseas? No, because I I don't believe that American blood Thank- should be shed for anything to do with the corrupt country of Ukraine or anything to do with Russia. Russia has the most Americans are not capable of critical thinking, so they can't think this situation through. And I'm not saying I'm any smarter. I just devote the emotional energy to it. Most Americans, as long as Pizza Hut still delivers and Netflix still works, they don't want to hear Correct. about anything else. As long as yep. that's good, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. As long as your average day is not affected. And you know what's funny? You said something along the same lines of what I had, a conversation I had with actually a, a black gentleman at Richards. He was an Air Force veteran. And we were talking about this because we were talking for a while and I could tell he was like kind of hinting towards uh, you know, a little political talk. I could tell he we thought, thought around the same. And we got into it. It was like, hey, listen, like, you know, you have a, a, you know, a veteran hat on. Like, did you serve? He's like, yeah, it was like way back when, early 2000s Air Force. I was like, okay, you know, I respect that. And I said, hey, listen, I go, there's a fucking a lot of liberals in this town. Like, <laughs> I'm seeing, I'm seeing the gay flags. I'm seeing Ukraine flags. Oh, I God. go, I go, you know, you know, Ukraine's the most corrupt country of all, like, of all time. And he's like, right. I know it. I'm glad you knew it. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, listen, they jailed their you. political opponents. Opposition yeah. media doesn't exist. But that that's if you ask a liberal, that's we're fighting for democracy for them. OK, right. that, that's, that's <laughs> democracy. And yeah. I was like, would you ever be a private contractor over there? He's like, I'll tell you what he goes. They're offered good money. OK, he goes, yeah. I'm a little too old, probably. So they probably wouldn't want me anyway, but I wouldn't. And here's why I was like, OK, he goes, even if I didn't have a family, which I do. I would die for this country because I believe in this. Country. It's a pure answer. It's a great answer. I would die for this country. I believe this country He goes. I know what Ukraine is. I know what Russia is. I don't have a vested interest morally. He goes, there's not an amount of money that I'm willing to lose my life over where it's worth it. And I was like, that is a fucking fantastic if, answer. If it were um, something worth fighting for, you know, if we were attacked or something like that, I would have a very different, you know, frankly, nowadays at my, if you, me and you met 15 years ago, I would have said, if you don't believe in the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, you're unpatriotic. I would, Agreed. I, would, I would have called you a hippie liberal and you were probably the same type of person who spit in the Vietnam veterans face like my father. Agreed. When he came from war. And I've Agreed. done a complete 180 on that. Um, I, I believe that the Iraq war was a complete sham. I believe Agreed. George Bush was a war criminal. Um, the war in Afghanistan went on about 20 years longer than it should have. I should have never been there. Um, I should have never saw the light of day there. I didn't get in until 02. That war should have been over by then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't believe in any pointless. L- listen, man, the, the main the thing is, is 22 veterans a day commit suicide. That's the number you always hear. In the last two years, it's more like 45. Yes, yeah, I'm saying okay? it's definitely way more than that. Why should American kids go to get maimed? I'm 100 percent disabled for my injuries. Now, I have PTSD symptoms for the rest of my life, Mike. I see a counselor every week. The VA will go to my home if I don't show up. They will literally go to my home and mm. say, bring him outside. Um, yeah. I, I've had uh, multiple injuries. I have a traumatic brain injury that slurs my speech. 
Um, I can't sometimes oh, think I, It just sounds like you're from Boston, so I, I, I miss yeah, that yeah. one. And, and all for what? And all for what? Because at the end exactly. of the day, exactly. at the end of the fucking day, some dude, the president of Afghanistan, took off with a hundred million in cash in a fucking helicopter, yep. and yep, now he's yep, living yep. in Dubai in a fucking gold hotel or something like that. So why yep. would I send another generation of American kids to get maimed, crippled, killed, empty seats at the dinner table, empty seats around Christmas, never coming home again? Because the government of uh, Ukraine gave Joe Biden's loser son a fucking job. Because that's what it comes Crazy. down to at this point. It's sickening. So, no, I don't support Ukraine. I don't stand with Ukraine. Russia has the GDP roughly the size of Texas. They're no fucking threat to you. Yeah, 1,000%. And that's actually very, very, very well said. And, yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like, um, like oh, well. It was worth it because we had to do something, and we're out of there now, so it's over. Like, no, it's not fucking over. So you got people killing themselves left and right over left this fucking right, pointless I war. Just, I, and, by, I just, and by the way, you you cannot you cannot kill an ideology, right? And they've beaten everybody. They've beaten the Russians when we armed them, by the way. Yeah, and then they it, turned around with the same arms and shot another generation of American kids. Um, they they're going back to Alexander the Great. They've they're the great conqueror. They're undefeated. They'll never be defeated. Let them do what they're doing. They're probably executing women in the soccer stadium yeah. right now. No, it's not you our know. problem. It's not it's your not fucking problem. problem. The way to handle this, and you and I would agree, and I'll speak for you on this. You could say if I'm wrong. Build the build the wall. Protect your own country. You know, monitor everything. But there's no point for foreign intervention anywhere. Enough. Done, fucking enough. What you could have done, Mike, and George Bush would have had all the support in the world, and even Dave would have supported him. And I think George Bush is a complete neocon loser. But if George Bush on September 13, 2001, dropped a nuclear bomb in the Middle East and turned into a fucking parking lot so not even a lizard would survive, everybody would have supported that. It would have shown the world, again, don't fuck with us like the ballsy Harry Truman did in 1945. And it would have none of this 20 years that bled the American system dry, fucked up a generation of veterans, destroyed our fucking economy, got you terrible politicians like Joe Biden Mm, and Barack Obama. None of that would have happened. But George Bush didn't have the sack. And he had a lot of people on his, uh, you know, on the boards of those big companies who were ready to get rich. Oh, yeah. Part of that. His dad was the director of the CIA. He was nothing but a fucking swamp creature. Who you know how much, you know, how many shares of Lockheed Martin were bought up a couple weeks Woo! before that? Yeah. Woo! Forget about it. Forget about it. So let's move to one conspiracy um, to another. So Project Veritas does fucking fantastic work. Oh, the best. Um, and this, this, uh, this little gay uh, black guy from <laughs> Pfizer. By the way, they're saying that. <laughs> They were saying the way they get these these juicy scoops is from like the first dates. I mean, yeah. Who speaks this much on a first anyway? And that's yeah, I mean, that's just, that's that's as they would say. That's a bit much. That's a little crazy <laughs> to me. I, I don't get why someone would speak this much, but he spilled the beans and he said a lot. In the, and he they released it tonight. So the first one was an absolute uh, bomb drop. But as from this past video, um. They admit a few things. They say that mRNA, that the vaccine rollout, we've known this for a while. Right? By the way, everything I'm saying here, conspiracy theorists two years ago, we were saying, and we didn't have any proof yet. Now we have the proof, and no one gives a fuck. Um, right. mRNA is the future, and it will be implemented uh, in more things than just vaccines. Right? Like uh, They're saying gene editing. That's fun, right? That's a fun thing to say. Uh, they admit that the menstrual cycle has been vastly uh, disrupted 
and that premature bursts uh, defects are coming up. Whoops. Uh, and they're also saying, this part surprised me, that um, they're actually surprised. So they knew that there would be issues with the thing, but they said they're actually surprised by the miscarriages and the menstrual cycles being thrown off. They're, they pretty much said, we did not see this coming, but it is happening. Whoopsies. Like, so they knew that this this thing was going to mutate and create more variants. They knew that the vaccine didn't work, but it's kind of a humbling moment for this kid to be like, we actually didn't know this one. Whoopsie, this one we didn't see coming. What are people going to wake up if they're not awake by now? Well, I mean, I don't know how much you see of this up there, but I feel like down here, COVID is such a long gone afterthought so i guess you're gonna have to tell me i mean i love the veritas video i love project veritas jimmy o'keefe who eventually i don't know what they're gonna do to that guy they're just you're never he's gonna be disappeared so, oh yeah he's gonna kill him he's gonna yeah. kill himself one day oh, yeah. yeah no doubt he's gonna epstein himself somewhere. yeah yeah and um i feel for him because the guy um uh, there's no more attacked media member, you know, maybe outside of Tucker Carlson than James O'Keefe. And he just continues to do it. You got to admire the guy's fucking balls. Um, I love Project Veritas. Every once in a while, they'll uh, they'll advertise that they're looking for writers. And, and I always apply. I'd love to work with them. Jimmy, I know you're a fan of this show. So, um, <laughs> but uh, um, that video is is the greatest piece of video of the year so far uh the guy freaking out and listen if you're on tinder right now <laughs> if you're on plenty of fish or whatever grinder yeah grinder yeah, yeah grinder that's what it is yeah someone messages you from a, a new york area maybe you should you should think twice but of course <laughs> it was it was it, the whole thing was always a fucking scam i we talked just about this year last time uh, last year uh around this time around super bowl time and, and we talked about then, you know, maybe it was it was created to, to, to oust Trump, whatever. Um, people, do, they just it's it, it's much easier to fool someone than it is to get anybody to admit that they've been fooled and nobody will do it. And Correct. Um, 1, those people like me and you, again, we're not boasting who called the bullshit from the beginning and know that this is the United States government that injected 50,000 black men with syphilis in the 1960s. Yep, 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 this yep, is the yep. same government that signed off on the Gulf of Tonkin. The Joint Chiefs of Staff signed off on killing American service members to start a war in, in Cuba and blame it on the Cubans. They were going to kill their own servicemen. And you're telling me that I should believe what they're telling me right now and that I'm the conspiracy theorist. I'm the crazy one. Um, the whole thing's a complete scam, you know, all, all made to just create more Pfizer billionaires. And it's And now that they know that this, these pandemics are great business, look out. Wait for the next one. Imagine what they're going to do to you over fucking climate change. Imagine oh, what they're going to oh. do to you now, you know? And it's, I'm surprised they haven't already started. Well, they, some would say they, they have, and um, it's just funny. I didn't realize, so I was born in 1990. I'm only 30. I look fucking horrific for my age. I get that. That's why I laughed earlier oh, when you shit. said uh, we're the same age. I know I look terrible. Wow. Uh, around 30, 30 years. Um, but I was gonna say so I was gonna, I was on the border right there of saying I've had a rougher thirty years than your thirty seven. I've been the war PTSD, so I didn't make the joke. Mm -hmm. But I was no. I, the silence right there for eight seconds. I was like, "Do you make the joke?" And I decided not oh, to and explain. No, I decided to make explain it afterwards. Um, that being said, people are saying right now that all this is obviously planned. I I, I think I agree, and that all this is been in the motion for 60 years by the way when i say people i'm talking about the black the same black guy that referenced like uh 20 minutes ago at the bar 
he was like, this have you seen? conversation had a profound effect on you. Continue. No, this guy's awesome. He was like connecting dots. And I was like, I, you could be a little crazy, but you could be right. He was saying, what was that called? That uh, the colleges back in the day, there was like uh, Blue Beam or something. Blue Beam. Project Blue Beam or whatever. Something back in the day. The, the, the FBI. COINTELPRO. No, 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 no. Project Blue Beam or something. The FBI. And he was saying that they kind of did some social experiments with like uh, mind control. And that a lot of these people around the same age now, they'd be like between 70 and 75. And he's like, look at the last couple of uh, mass shooters. Um, sure. they're, they're around that age. And he's like, were they active? <laughs> I mean, it sounds fucking... Yeah. Uh, but you know what's so nuts about it? It sounds bad shit. It could be right. But the fucking fact is, what they're telling us is reality is not reality. So when you hear bad shit things like that, and right. you, just, you just don't know fact from fiction. You don't. Right? So you, you don't, don't want to. You obviously don't look into anything. Anything. All of the things that I just stated, the syphilis, um, the Gulf of Tonkin, that's all public record. You can pull the actual documents if you cared, but you're too busy watching Netflix. Of course. They're, they're preoccupied, um, preoccupied elsewhere. So I'm about to do a Montante staple. I have a clip. It's from 2009. It's from uh, a group called the PSL. They're the socialists. Um, and like I said, this is a 14-year-old video. And tell me if this sounds familiar to what's going on now with one political party. I will not. I will not say who. It's a long clip. It's about uh, 90 seconds, just over. But check this clip out. Keep in mind this. Oh, it's from nine years ago. My apologies. There is not one answer because there are so many definitions of socialism. So I want to tell you what the PSL 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 means by socialism. It means working people taking control and ownership over the factories, mines, transportation, media and communication and service sector enterprises. Instead of the capitalists owning and controlling the profits from enterprises, the profits would belong to the public, the public, the public and be used to guarantee every person a right to a job at a decent wage. Under a socialist economy, the profits will be used to fund free health care coverage for every human being. The profits would be used to finance free education through higher education and to provide affordable housing for all. For all. For all. As a first step, socialism would mean the nationalization of the big banks. All interest payments to banks for home mortgages and student debt would be declared null and void. Healthcare insurance companies would be eliminated. 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 Socialism would end income taxes and most other taxes on the people. Can socialism be a democratic system? Or must it be, as the apologists for capitalism assert, just a form of big government despotism. That depends on us, the people, the 99%. The 99%. In fact, we believe that socialism, that is, the public ownership of all the wealth producing institutions of society, is the only basis for providing a real democracy. Real democracy means not simply the right to vote every four years for politicians who will oppress us, but the essential right to a job, free health care, free child care, and free education for all. For all. For all. Socialism means real democracy. Social rights. Economic rights. In addition to the right to free speech. Free assembly. And freedom of the press. Thousands of people support this effort. If you do too. Become a volunteer with the PSL. And most importantly, join the PSL. Does that sound familiar to anything we've heard recently? Is that not once? It's That's from nine years ago. Wow. Wow. And that's every, the Democratic and, and, playbook today. That is literally, they literally read the Marxist manifesto, Karl Marx, and go, yep, let's do that. Um, yeah. Which is funny because, I mean, it's outside of slavery, is there is there a more discredited idea than socialism? Is there a more, is there an idea that has failed more 
um, than, than socialism all over the world. I mean, look in Venezuela, they're cutting up their pets to eat them while they, uh, while the, uh, uh, government there, uh, you know, takes private jets around the world. Um, that's scary, man. And to think that every teacher in the public school system right now is teaching your child, that oh, that's the yeah. way, you know, to hate your parents, number one, cause they're old white Republicans yep, yep, yeah, yep, yep, yep. who are racist and homophobic. And yep. they don't use proper pronouns and they just yep. don't get you. But you know who gets you? The government gets you and we'll take care of you. Just just we're the be, good guys. Uh, right. We're the good guys. And uh yeah, that's wild. And um That's from nine years ago. And I'll tell you what, the public perception, I'd be it's too late to do a study on this right now. If you showed a hundred people in Times Square that video, hey, uh list five thoughts you take from this. Here's a page, jot it down, right? The difference between a decade would be fucking staggering now everyone's right, like right. yeah that's beautiful they knew what they were doing that was kind of like them laying it out there and they did the groundwork to now people are going to agree with that not disagree with it it's unbelievable and the funniest part about that video is it's it's freedom of the press i mean yeah <laughs> give me a break i mean Karl Marx uh, did everything he could to uh, discredit all of his competitors. Um, Stalin did the same. They were both total phonies. Karl Marx railed against the rich. He was a loser who never had a real job, who came from rich parents. Uh, no difference than Kamala Harris, who runs around talking about she's from the hood and she grew up a rich girl in Canada with two professors for fucking father uh, and mother in the 1960s and 70s, making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. They're all fucking phonies. The idea and the ideas don't stand up to any kind of scrutiny at all. That's why guys like me and you need to be put in camps or leg irons or, or thrown off the internet forever because we can't exist for them to exist. Agreed 1000%. And do you think we're at a point where uh, Democrats, because right now those are all Democrat talking points. Talking points but are, yeah. are we at a point where Democrats could just say, hey, fuck it, let's just be fully transparent? We are socialists. Like, do you think we're because right now would that play today? How many votes did Bernie Sanders get in the 2016 primary? True, we're not far from it, I guess. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for the WikiLeaks email that Seth Rich, the Democratic staffer, leaked to Julian Assange, Bernie Sanders would have been your nominee. And then, of course, Seth Rich was robbed, and nobody stole anything, and then he was killed. Yeah, yeah, in the middle of the street uh, in Washington, D.C. <laughs> yeah, um, the only robbery where no, nothing was stolen. Yeah, they forgot to grab his wallet and his Rolex. Whoopsies. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Bernie Sanders would have been your nominee against Donald Trump. And, and in the general, I mean, who's to say what would have happened? I mean, I think it probably would have went Sanders' way, honestly. You think socialism plays? What is what is Bernie Sanders said that was any different than anything in that video? Nothing, but he still says that he does. Is he like an open socialist? Like would he run as a socialist or just a Democrat with socialist ideology? He calls himself a democratic socialist. He waxes poetic about breadlines. Literally waxes poetic about breadlines. He talks about universal health care, universal basic income. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Get it home. We're gonna take care of you. Government, government, government. He's He's an open every single one of his policies yeah. is right out of the Marx manifesto. And every single kid in America in 2016 was a Bernie bro. Yeah, no, I know that. I know that's right. But he's in America. 
He always sells out though. When it's time to sell out, Bernie will take a check like a good like a good old capitalist. Well, so and, and that and that's and that's again, they're all phonies. They all do it. Karl Marx did it, they all do it. And he's a guy, you know, he rails against the millionaires and billionaires, but he doesn't say millionaires anymore because he himself is one. Correct. Yeah, you can't you can't be doing that. So you're thirty eight right now. Uh yeah. God given, if you live to age seventy eight, do you see a socialist leader of this country? What we're going to see here in the next 10, 15 years is... I'm, at, I'm giving you 40. Give me 40 years. Oh, you're giving me 40 years. 78 years old. I'm the saying, country, you got- this country will be completely unrecognizable. Um, yes, I, I do. Um, I still believe in the good guys will win because of one thing, and that's social media. Um, if it weren't for social media... Um, the the American public would believe that Kyle Rittenhouse murdered two black men in Kenosha, Wisconsin, because he was on, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. a, a racist. Yeah, yeah the American yeah. kids, guys like myself and you, and again, I'm not pumping us up. We're obviously both morons. Um, still have the ability to call out the bullshit and enough people, real people with with actual functioning fucking brains, can can hear it and go, yeah, that sounds about right. You're right. Um, so I, I, I think that we're going to go through a lot more bad stuff before we come out of it. But I still think the good guys will win. And I don't mean Republicans because I'm certainly not one. Um, I'm really not. I, I, I just can never, ever side with the party that tells me that men can have periods. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's a, that's a tough yeah. one. That's, so. that's, that's, a real, that's a real tough one to... Uh to get behind but, let's but end we're, up. we're in for a rough one man and we have no i know i don't even try to think about it it's just yeah. so fucking toxic it's just so nauseating to think about just take it day by day and take your little your little wins when you get them and hope that uh something changes but they have a full court press on right now colleges be accepted but now they're in middle schools they're in grade schools they're yeah, really they're going after the kids read yeah, turtle it's... boy uh i don't know how much you read turtle boy but i i read him to keep up with massachusetts news because he's the only real journalist there and um He's got a fucking story today, man. A, a fucking whopper of a story about a. Uh, just go to turtleboatbdailynews.com and check out this morning's story about a Massachusetts teacher. Do you think uh, he'd come on right now and talk about it? I don't know. I would. That'd be I'll awesome if him. he did. I'll call him. So you get a Montante exclusive here. Imagine he just answers the phone with a racist word, just screams it. Uneditable, too. We can't take it out. No, he he's he's doing his shit right now. Ten o'clock. He's he's doing his fucking uh, thing on Facebook Live or some bullshit. Yeah, he's got kids probably too. You know. No, no, he's no, no, no. He answers the phone. If Turtle Boy can, he'll answer the phone. All right, all right, Turtle Boy, dead to me. All right, fuck Turtle Boy. Wow. Don't mention his name out here again. That was that was very disrespectful. Sorry about that. But um, no, I'm joking. No, 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 no. You're good. You're good. He'll he'll call. He's actually. He's one of the few people. He's he's very good. I like Turtle Boy, but I haven't seen the story. I'd like to have a get a Montage World exclusive here. I'm so glad on, to uh, see him on Timcast the other night. That was um, I have I've been holding that off. Right. I have a very long I have a long road trip tomorrow. I'm going to listen to it tomorrow. It's if you can get through about 20 minutes of the hippie dork on Timcast talking about his fucking cat, um, oh, it's Jesus. pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh. That sounds. That sounds. Uh, well, listen, I got a long ride, so uh, I'll get. But let's listen. Let's let's end on something fun here. At least fun sure. for me. May not be fun for you as a Pats fan. Um, <laughs> the future of the AFC East. So right now, it's the Bills. Then who else? Right. Um, Aaron Rodgers. I said this two weeks ago. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. Let's just let's just treat that as fact. Okay. 
Let's accept I'd it. I'd love to see that. Okay. Why? Because I root for the I, – I like the Jets. I grew up a Red Sox fan. I, loserdom. I love to see a team and a tortured fan base get their comeuppance finally. It's going to happen, man. I grew up a loser Red Sox fan getting my teeth kicked in by New York every single year. Baseball meant everything to me. Now I could give a fuck less. I hope the stadium burns down and the team gets sold. And, <laughs> you know, they leave Boston. I could care less, but – just knowing I know the pain of Jets fans, so I want to see them do well. So Aaron Rodgers going there. Fuck, I wanted Brady to go there. What a perfect way to end your career. Oh, um, for the guys yeah. who started it, yeah. Right, and uh, go into New England and, and do the Belichick thing. And, you know, I, I despise Bill Belichick with every fiber of my being. He's still doing do that you? Act. He's still doing the fucking act with the media. It's like that only works when you win. That doesn't work now. You're a loser now. Now you don't make the playoffs. You're bet. You, if it were not for Brady, Belichick would be the defensive coordinator at Alabama right now. He he's the most overrated human being on the history of the planet. Whoever done any job, period. It was all Brady, a hundred to zero, all Brady. That's crazy. That's one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Okay. But uh, that being said, there's no way to prove that it's crazy. Right? I have no way to say that it's crazy. Is is there a chance that over the next two or three years, if can he get is he fireable? Like can he can Bill do anything to get fired? Like if he misses a playoff in the next three years, do they kind of say, Hey, listen, like you can either like retire for a year or we're just gonna publicly fire you? Like like because I don't think he's fireable, dude. I think he's wow. done so much where you let him go. Didn't Jerry he Jones fire Tom Landry? Tom Landry didn't win fucking seven soupies. Didn't 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 um, uh, Bill Walsh get fired? There's six Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, but Billy's but Billy's got a better resume than all those guys. I, I I think you'll probably see like some sort of joint thing where he steps down. Um, but Kraft's business has been really impacted. I mean, the Patriots aren't hot at all anymore. And this was the Patriots were the hottest thing on earth. And I I raised my kids the last ten years ten minutes away from that stadium. I was I I was on the ground for every. What, were you, in, what were you in Attleboro? Yeah, I was in Attleboro. Ooh, um, good guess. Yep, great guess. And um, you. You, we, I was there for every significant Brady Belichick moment uh, since the beginning. I remember the Mo Lewis hit, uh, watching it live on TV. I, I was at the snow game against the Raiders with my dad. I mean, I I, I don't I to, to answer your question. It'll probably be like a step down. You know, hey, Bills, we're parting ways. Bill's yeah. old. He's in his 70s. I know he wants to break the Shula record. He probably won't quit until then. What I'm interested in is to see if Belichick takes, you know, like look, look, we saw just saw Sean Payton go to Denver. Like that team's ready to win. They can win the Super Bowl next year. No, Belichick, no, know, no. That defense, if Russell Wilson just plays adequately. Russy, Russy stinks. Boo, they're, they're the AFC. If that was an NFC team, yeah, you can make the yeah, argument. AFC is fucking stacked. That was that was Sean Payton said you're gonna pay me how much? I know twenty million. I'll, I'm hearing. Yeah, I'll I'll try. I won't promise right. you nothing, but I'll give it a whirl. Nah, I ain't gonna do shit there. Russell Wilson stinks. What my question is, why wouldn't if you're Rogers, why wouldn't you go to the Raiders? Like that seems to be the team for me, man. You got no, Daniels no. there, who's legit. No, okay, no. Okay. I'm, 
I'm Dave. I'm trying to walk you through this here. Listen to me. Okay. You again. You're gonna be going against Sean Payton now in Denver, which he thinks they're okay. You'll be going against Kansas City. Mahomes. You're going against some fucking the Chargers Just, still. Justin Herbert's still there. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. got news for you. My Jets have a top five roster. If you take out the quarterback position, we have, <laughs> no, 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 there's no, ain't nothing to scoff at here. We have a top five defense. That's no, I agree with that. Garrett Wilson is a is a fucking young stud receiver, and Brees Hall is a bad motherfucker. Okay. You give me Aaron Rodgers, no, top five I, I defense, agree. and those weapons. Woo! And by the way, I'm not worried about Miami. I don't think two is going to be there next year. I think he should retire, and that's not me being right, right. to try to poke fun at him. His brain is mashed potatoes. If he doesn't have CTE by the time we wake up tomorrow, that's a miracle. Praise God. He should retire. I'm not worried about Mac Jones. I don't think anyone really is. I'll tell you right now, you should say, hey, listen, come to the Jets. You're going to have to compete. It'll be one, two with the Bills, right? The Bills right now run the AFC East. Yeah. But yep. if you win 10 games, you make the playoffs. You're in the wild you're still, card. You're still going to be a wild card team. You're still going to have a hot roster. Come to – you're going to have AFC how West. How can that's, you underestimate that's a different- that's a different ball game. Aaron Rodgers pissed off. Green Bay dumps him. He pulls a Brady-esque kind of thing. He's unvaccinated. He's playing against, you know, the Bills and uh, he's playing against Miami. Um, one thing, though, is Miami's black head coach. That guy is black as night. And you got to be careful of that. Mike McDaniel. So. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a dark brother. The fact that he's a black guy is hilarious. I, I love – I actually – did you know there, there was rumors coming out week 17, 18 – like if he doesn't like win a game in the playoffs, he's the hot, he's in the hot seat. Like, what do you guys? Have talking? you heard? That's interesting. Have you heard him like mic'd up? I fucking like that guy. He's like funny. He is funny, man. He's funny. I like him a lot. And and anything. Listen, that division was so boring for twenty years. I can't. I don't know how you guys did it with Brady there. Um, it wasn't I, look, fun. I, I, I look at it like the way I look at Mahomes. Like I despise Mahomes. I just I hate the guy. I want him to go away. And I couldn't imagine being in that division with Brady dominating, and you'll never see anything like it. But it, but I'm still pissed off because Belichick, he treats the little people bad. He's just a fucking bad guy. And anything in the way he speaks to people and the way he talks to the media, like, you don't win anymore, dude. Your organization is a joke. I like how candid you are, how anti-Belichick you are. It's that's a rare, that's a pretty hot take. It's a rare opinion, but I, I like it. Don't I you think coaches it. are just overrated in general? I don't know. I never really had a really good one. So, oh, that's true. When was the last good I mean, coach the Jets had? Well, you, didn't like, you all... didn't like Al Gro. <laughs> I well, no, my my favorite coach of all time. That Al Gro's mean. Um, for the Mets, didn't Terry you guys Collins. have uh, Terry, Terry Collins? Collins. The, yeah, Terry Collins for the Knicks. That Did you have Showalter for a while? We still have him. Oh, I like right. Buck, but he's only been there a year. No, the, the Knicks, Knicks coach, the little guy who was biting the dude's leg that time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Van Gundy. Uh, Van Gundy. His brother's like cuck, cuck, uh, lid. Oh yeah. Um, my favorite coach Runger. of all time, of all time, he does look like him. Yeah. Uh, my favorite coach of all time, and this is says how different we are sport wise and how blessed you are. Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan's my guy. Yeah. Yep. The 2010 season, the Patriots were a horse. You guys came into Gillette. I was at that game. Yeah. Patriots. Um. I was that was probably the most uh, disappointing loss uh, uh, post 2007 Super Bowl. I you really know what's funny? So let me see if I can play this clip right now. Um, I don't know if I can. Can I? Oh yeah, I can. All right, so I'll, I'll play. Yeah, I'm very talented. All right, let me, let me play this clip real quick, and then I'll I'll, I'll say the argument that kind of. I think I think.
think Jerry's catching on to me at the end. I think he knew that I was like joking. But uh, let's play the clip real quick. It's talking about Brady. It's Francesca on ESPN New York. Oh, was, yeah, uh, I saw this. This is classic. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. It was, it was, I got to find the fucking thing here. I guess I'm not as good as I once thought it Francesca, was. Francesca, was he big in New York? Because that guy's a fucking drip. Big, but no, no, oh. big, no, no, big is not the word. He, he wow. was, he was, wow. he was New York. Man, he, that guy he, sucks. Yeah, so let's get into Francesca here talking, uh, Brady. Out that way, he was drafted late. He had a terrible body. It took him time to do it. Now, I'm going to throw a little, you know, oil on the uh, ceremony. Uh, okay. He's not the best regular season quarterback I've ever seen. Peyton Manning was. What? He's not the best Super Bowl quarterback who ever lived. Joe Montana is. What he Joe is, Montana. though, is a guy who played the longest <laughs> and he won the most games. He won the most Super Bowl, so he will be remembered because nobody's going to play 23 years, <laughs> and nobody's probably ever going to have a chance to win that many Super Bowls. It's almost impossible to do. He was in the right place with the right coach, and he was that competitive. But so, let me say this. In the Super Bowl, just take the Super Bowl performances. It's funny. All these clips are That's ending funny. like three seconds early. I don't know why that is, but um, okay. yeah, that made me, that made me, uh, that made me giggle. But what I said to Jerry today... And he was like, yeah, I have an awful Jerry impression, which I should be better at. But he's like, he, you know, Francesca, Francesca, you know, he's, his teeth are too big. And I was like, yeah, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I go, say, say, say what about, say what about Montana? Did Joe Montana ever lose to, uh, you know, Mark Sanchez at home? He's like, ah. no. Yeah, but he, but instead of addressing me, he just plowed over me and pretended never said it. But that is, yeah. that's one of the funnier talking points that you can that's use against funny. Tom Brady. He lost at home versus Mark Sanchez. Well, I True. mean, in that Jets team, I mean, just look at the talent on that team and the defense. And it, it, our defense was sweet. Yep. Had it all. Braylon, Brady, Braylon Edwards was fun. Defense. Yeah, yeah. Revis was on those teams, I believe, right? Yep. Uh, we had no, Revis on defense. We had uh, uh, David Harris, middle linebacker. Chris Jenkins, nose tackle. Those are some pretty fucking fun teams. And uh, running right. back, Thomas Jones was solid. Braylon Edwards receiver. Braylon Edwards, yeah. Mark Sanchez. Uh, we had, yeah, that was a Who fucking. was the tight end? He used to kill the Patriots. Uh, Dustin Keller? Yeah, Dustin Keller. Yeah, yeah. he was a little study pants. guys like that. That's just crazy that Francesa, like, was that popular. Like, he's just fucking horrible. He was, That's dude, he. Bad. He is when I think of sports talk radio, he is so far ahead of any other name. And I didn't even listen to him. I've listened to more Michael K than I have him. Michael but K he just better. he just was maybe first. He just revolutionized it all. Francesa yeah. is a sport you just give him respect. He's a New York icon. Um yeah, I don't know. He's fucking Francesca, the, he says, the fact he's still hanging around is wild, but the way he says Belich, Belich, Belichick, like what is that? What accent is that? That's is like that Long Island, okay. dude. No, no, he said, dude, he fucking said, Belichick. um, Joe Montana. He said Joe Montana. I mean, Montana, yeah, yeah it is what it is. He's yeah, accepted that. That's uh, that's Francesca. But uh, do you have anything you want to dive into? Oh man, I want to get your Super Bowl pick. So I'm not fully done on that. I am 11 and one on the year, uh, which is oh, no, 11 and one, 11 and one in the in, in the the playoffs. Uh, so my apologies. Right now, I'm a heavy lean towards uh, Kansas City. I am liable to change. I got I haven't dived into I haven't dove into the numbers yet. I'm gonna give it till Thursday or Friday of this upcoming week so I can get a finalized look at the injury list because right now Kansas City's pretty fucked, pretty pretty banged up at wide receiver. But right now. 
Um, I I know enough dumb people that are on the Eagles, by the way, which I picked on Jerry Callahan's show week one. I remember to, quite well. to make to make the Super Bowl. They mocked me. I said they were going to make the Super Bowl. They not said they're going to win the Super Bowl. These are two different things. Okay, so I already got that right. Those are uh, different. Yes, I'm leaning towards Kansas City. I got to see the how the money flows. I got to see the trends, and I have to see the injury report. But right now, I would say there's probably a seventy percent chance that I'm going to so tell me Kansas what that City. looks like. Does Mahomes just go crazy? That that's the only way I see it. Is they no no? I think um I think that uh. That the quarterback for Philly hurt. I, th- I think that um, Jalen finds kind of a middle ground. They really have look at their path to this to the to the Super Bowl. They haven't played really anybody. Nobody. Um, the tough, the tough, Nobody. Toughest opponent could have been the Giants, right? And they they, they right. made easy work of them. They um, beat the shit out of Dallas too, didn't they? I don't know. Dallas kind of a fraud team, but not in the playoffs. Right, right. I'm just saying all all, all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in the playoffs. So I, I, I listen. I I like the Eagles. I just think that right now. They're kind of the hot and sexy pick. But if you take a step back, um, I think you realize that the Chiefs had a harder road to the playoffs. Sure. Um, they have more playoff experience. They have the better coach, the more experienced coach. And at the end of the day, the most important position in football is going to be quarterback. Right. And I don't care if he has a little little bit of a boo-boo. Right. At the end of the day, everyone's going to take Patrick Mahomes over Jalen Hurts. Sure. And I don't think the talent discrepancy is that different between – the Eagles of the Chiefs. So wow, even well, the Eagles defense is loaded. Man. I don't. They they are they are loaded. They are loaded. Look at the defensive line. They're rotating guys out, and every one of them is. I'm out. telling you right now, man. Hey, Coach Reed is a fucking offensive genius. I'm a heavy lean to KC right now. It's not finalized. I said 70-30 earlier. I'm ninety-five-five right now. Actually, talking this through. I'm right. pretty fucking wow. sharp on this. Uh, uh, and by the way, by the way, so if you're gonna bet, even if you bet the Eagles, listen to me, anybody's listening to this, take money line and vice versa. So, money line, they're a huge gambler. So, right now, the Eagles are laying one and a half points. That would just be saying, don't worry about covering the spread, take them to win the game. Okay, and you'd say, you'd say, oh, Mike, like, uh, what are the odds they only win by one? <laughs> a lot more than you'd think. Probably, yeah, 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 a lot more than you think, and then vice versa. If you're gonna take the Chiefs, don't get cute. Take the one and a half. Because if you lose 28 to 27, you're actually a winner. Do not get cute. Those couple dollars are not worth it. But yeah, that's that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I, mean, I think I'm I'm think I'm leaning towards the Chiefs as well. I, I don't believe Jalen Hurts can win a Super Bowl until I actually see it. I don't know. That's me. This is a guy who got tossed out of Alabama because he couldn't throw the ball and went to Oklahoma. I'm just amazed that this guy is anywhere close to a, a Super Bowl right now. I'm amazed. He's an awesome player. Just, I uh, just versus Mahomes, man. I, yeah. I don't see it. Gotta, I don't great, see it. Great players. If Mahomes is the guy that everyone thinks he is, and he's going to be close to Brady one of these days, Brady wins these this game. Even if he's the other team's a little bit better, you know, on, on the and all around. Brady I agree. Out a way to win. So Mahomes gets. I agree. Win. This is the biggest game of Mahomes' career, and he's already won a Super Bowl. So, yes. And Mahomes, like we said, losing at home. This is a guy who's lost at home, too. Brady went in there and beat him. Joe Burrow beat him last year. So we'll, we'll see. But um, Mr. Mr. McGrath. Great seeing you. Good seeing you. Um, are we? Are you going to ever start a podcast or what? What's going on with that? My podcast is many, many episodes deep, my friend. Well, you, oh, okay. So yeah. now I'm offended. What do you mean? Um, I broadcast my podcast on my sub stack at Dave mcgrath.substack.com exclusively 
via email. I always so, put it out on Twitter. Why do you always th- why do you always throw it out there and just renege on it? Um, because I get tied up. I don't have a certain. I put out two a week. Sometimes I do them back to back. Sometimes I do them. You know, I. It's very random when I put them out. I don't have a set time because I have work. I have the kids. Blah blah blah. And every single time, me and you have almost connected. Something has legitimately come up to where I couldn't do it that night, and then I feel really bad and I put some distance between us and then I wait and um oh my one God. of these days we're gonna do it. Um my just latest fucking one. tell me just say hey listen yeah. let's do tomorrow we'll actually do tomorrow and we'll we'll okay. make it happen. Let's well make listen it happen. man I'm seeing you on fucking Minahan. I'm seeing you on fucking I'm seeing you doing big things bro and sometimes I don't know if you have the time for you know I always I always have time. Always I got I got nothing but time. So hey, next time next time you got you got an opening let me know. Soon. I'd be more than happy to jump on. Thanks, man. Can't wait. All right. I'm going to go get my uh, my girlfriend's uh, laundry from the other room and then right. fold it like a pussy because we wow. made an agreement earlier. Yeah. It's a Lindsey Graham cuck, cuck move. Yeah. yeah she's she's <laughs> buying dinner and a couple other things tomorrow. So uh, it was a bad deal. Horrible deal. Uh, Trump would not make this deal, but I did. So right. I'm going to go be a little cuck boy. Deal, obviously. No, no, I didn't. I, didn't. <laughs> I, I did not. That's why I'm doing this. But thank you for coming on and uh, hopefully I'll be on course. your show soon. We will talk soon. Uh, bundle up, buddy. Talk soon. Yeah, appreciate it. Later, man.